Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blue Jays Today, where your boys, we always got something to say about the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm your host, Adam Peddle. And I'm your host, Nicholas Playlog. And today, everybody, we got a bit of a special guest coming in to talk some Toronto Blue Jays baseball, introducing Nick over there at Jays Digest. Yo, what in the actual hell, bro? Not only is this guy trying to trying to, trying to to take away the Blue Jays viewers, but he's also got my name, too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, thank you for having me. First of all, super excited about it, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe it was just meant to be, Nick. Maybe it was just meant to be. For real, bro. I mean, clearly, like us Knicks, we just love to bring you that that Blue Jays baseball content. You know, like we're, we we know our stuff. We, we know our ball, right? That's it. That's it. Uh, we're very thankful to have you on as well, man. It's definitely a big pleasure. We see what you guys are doing over there, mm-hmm. and like you're doing some exceptional work. Absolutely. Without further ado. Let's get into what is freaking fracking going on right now over there with the Blue Jays. Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt was on the IL for a while, and he recently talked to Hazel May. And this one's, I, I just, I, we got to start off with this because I know that all the viewers right now, you guys, probably half of you have commented on Twitter about this. But Hazel May came out and she tweeted that if you're coming to the game tonight, Brandon Belt requests that you make your presence known, and then in quotation marks, we need the fans to be loud. These are important games for us. Hashtag Blue Jays. Hey, first of all, yes, I agree with you, Brandon Belt. These are very important games. I thought last night was a very important game, too. Granted, this is being recorded on the Wednesday for those who are watching the the Mm. pre-recording. But yeah, I agree. So first half of that statement, 1,000% true. Or excuse me, second half of that statement, 1,000% true. But Toronto Blue Jays fans all over Twitter are getting freaking pissed off right now because they're saying, listen, we want to be loud. We want to root for you, but you got to do a little bit more than score zero runs and get three hits against the New York Yankees. 
Nick, what are your thoughts, man, about first what Brandon Belt had to say, second what they're what people are saying on Twitter, and then and then third just the Blue Jays offense as a whole walking into this postseason. Yeah, so I saw this on on Twitter like you guys did, and the unfortunate thing about it is that you know Brandon Belt isn't necessarily you know wrong. The fans really haven't been, and there's been games, and we saw earlier in September where the attendance rates were were down heavily. You know, the fans weren't there. That was before kind of, you know, yesterday's game, obviously. And yesterday's game was, uh, it's hard to be loud when you only get two hits. And obviously, Michael King's a great pitcher, but it was a weird time for him to to say that. And I wonder if, and I saw a couple of tweets about this. I'm curious what you guys think about this. Saw people tweeting essentially that they wonder if the players are going back in their locker room and are using this as kind of not an excuse, but like wondering why the fans aren't being loud, attributing that to why they can't get any hits going. And regardless, I understand what Belt's saying. The time is a bit strange. Uh, I mean, the offense has been, fairly bad all season they picked it up a bit here in September but I understand the fans frustration if you're paying money to go to the Jays game extend some money for the tickets in September and you're hoping for a big win against a team that were significantly better than they didn't have Aaron Judge yesterday and you go out and put up zero runs like I don't know it's a bit of a weird time to to say that though I do understand the premise of it I'm just not sure if it was uh maybe you should have waited a few days or done it earlier on yeah, and I'll be honest too. Like I completely agree with you, man. And I'll be honest, this season feels like a season I'm not really excited for. You know, I got asked the other day because people know I'm a Blue Jays fan. They're like, "Okay, what? Like, what do you, did you enjoy this season?" And I had to be honest. I was like, "No, I actually did not enjoy watching this season," which is weird to say because we're right here in the wild card spot. You know, we're playing for postseason. You know, yeah, our pitching's been awesome, but. What is the most entertaining part about baseball? In my opinion, and I think many fans will agree with me, it's the offense. Think about 2021 when we didn't even make the postseason. That team was one of the most exciting teams of this kind of new, you know, Shapiro, Atkins era. That was one of the most exciting teams to watch. 2015 with those big sluggers, Jose Bautista, Donaldson, Edwin, Tulo. That was exciting. Mm -hmm. This team... We've seen them in this exact same spot for the last few years, mm-hmm. and it's felt less exciting. So I get why the fans aren't jumping out of their seats to watch a pitching duel, especially if a lot of fans are kind of casual coming well, into the stands. Well, listen, listen. You go back. You look up Jose Bautista backflip. Oh. Tell me, were, were the fans oh. loud there? Oh, they were loud. Were the fans loud there? You they could hear loud. that around Toronto because that's an epic moment, man. And mm-hmm. I feel like that is what we're missing right now. And it's not just offense, too. I mean, like, yes, like obviously you're going to cheer for offense, but the fans do cheer for cheer for incredible defense, too. Right? Sure, George yep, Springer yep, lays yep. out for a catch. We're going to cheer for that. Yep, yep, we just yep. didn't see any of that in yesterday's game. So I think that you're on to something right there, Nick, by saying that, yeah, maybe, maybe the, to- uh, the comment is true. It's just poorly timed when you go out and, and you get kind of embarrassed at home in a must-win game, might I add. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, Coming into yesterday's game, there was a lot of hype for obviously the game because of all the you know playoff implications. And then it, again, it's out, it's at the end of the day, it's on them. They didn't perform yesterday, and the fans we've seen it. They've been the best fans, arguably, in baseball, and they've done it throughout the whole year. Obviously, the start of September, the attendance was down. That was because whatever school starting back up, the Jays weren't playing well, and this team isn't necessarily for the casual fan exciting to watch. Like you just said, the offense isn't great. The pitching is the best I've probably ever seen, especially the bullpen, at least. But a lot of people don't really enjoy that. And it's not like, you know, if their offense was mediocre like it is, you know, this year, but their pitching was phenomenal and they were winning on pace for 100 games, it would be completely different. But they were been mediocre most of the year. And then the offense as well has been cold. So not a recipe for, you know, great fandom. Obviously, you know, diehard fans, me, you, everyone, a lot of diehard fans out there, a lot of our viewers 
are going to love it. And they're going to cheer anyway. But I think the I'm sure the players understand this for the casual fan. If you're not putting up any runs, yeah, pitcher's duel is great. But every single game seems to be, you know, there's no blowout games either. Obviously, we saw a couple, the 20 run game against the Rays. Our last game was kind of the game before the last one was kind yeah. of a blowout to a degree. But other than that, there hasn't really been. There's been exciting moments, but not in the form of maybe we haven't even hit a grand slam this year at home. So I don't know. It's uh, it's been an interesting year. It's been one that not the best Jays year in memory, but it's not done yet. So maybe they can turn it around because they've I've doubted them. And unfortunately, yeah. they've uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And hey, postseason's going to change that because you are going to get the fans coming in. And if it is a zero zero game and you're up against, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays or I guess we'd have to be facing Baltimore at this point, like getting past the race. If you're, if you're facing Baltimore, it's a zero zero game in the night, much different energy. I think. Well, I hope that Brandon Belt's ready though, because yes, postseason's going to be different, but you also got to factor in that ju- just as the good moments are going to be, uh, you know, with a big exclamation part uh, on that also are the bad moments too. Mm-hmm. So if you Absolutely. guys are sucking, if you're swinging at garbage, you're going to get the booze just as loud in the postseason. Just like in Texas, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. That is going to happen. And you know, I, I bring that up because uh, there's been, <laughs> There's been one player right now who has been just, you know, swinging at a garbage. Really, it's just been. It's, well, it's, not, been, it's not even. Let me let me jump on there. Not even ahead. garbage. Yeah, just not hitting the fastball down the middle. Yeah, just not hitting the fastball. That's 100 percent true, yeah. man. Uh, I I wanted to ask you, Nick, what do you think about this Toronto Blue Jays offense as a whole, and then and then specifically that middle part and and really what i'm looking at is matt chapman now i love matt chapman i don't want to hate on matt chapman i wish him the best i hope that he gets paid all the money in the offseason somewhere else though because in the month of september he's played in 11 games he has six hits that is a batting average of 154 in that time he also has 14 strikeouts yeah that's a lot of strikeouts that's not a lot of hits uh and he was batting fifth yesterday right right Right. in the middle of that toronto blue jays lineup where you want to see some runs produced. What are what are both of your guys' thoughts on Maddie Ice right now, and then just the the middle of the lineup as a whole? Yeah, I'll give it to you, Nick. You uh, tell yeah, me. you said you're not gonna hate on Matt Chapman. I will hate on Matt Chapman for a little bit here, and only because you know, great defensively, even though he hasn't been as good defensively as he has, you know, in Oakland or even you know last year. But he just swing. He can't hit the ball that's in the zone. It's not only just that; it's the approach at the plate, and that kind of goes on, you know, for the rest of the team. Their approach coming into the year was a bit you know, skewed a bit different. They're not pulling the ball. Everyone, you know, always talks about how they don't pull the ball. Guillermo Martinez. None of us know who the real culprit is here. People, Peter always gets on Don Mattingly. If you, you know, watch. Yeah, right. What? (laughs) But regardless, (laughs) he's not here to say that, but regardless, um, you know, the offense has just not been what it was. We were supposed to be, you know, maybe a bit worse offensively than last year. We obviously lost Lourdes, lost Teoscar, replaced him with Varsho, who's, you know, having a pretty, you know, down year offensively, but I'm happy with that trade still, regardless. Matt Chapman, on the other hand, yeah, I'm going to let him walk if I'm the Blue Jays. We have too many internal options, and watching him for the past, really what it seems like since the first month of the season has been a black hole in the lineup, and it's because he strikes out so, so much. He obviously is a decent base runner, decent speed, great defender, but you know, John Schneider is putting him in the fifth hole, and we can have a whole conversation on John Schneider at some point, but I don't know. It's an interesting thing, and for the middle of the order, we have Belt, you know, batting cleanup today after you know looking a bit uncomfortable to play yesterday. I don't know. The, the middle of the order and the offense is the one thing that worries me for the playoffs because, you know, the pitching is going to perform. We have a great bullpen, probably one of the best in the MLB, but we have to hope we hit a home run or get one or two runs because against ace pitchers, we're not really we haven't really done it aside from maybe that like one one series a year against the Braves when we somehow swept them. Yeah. And here's the thing. And like I, I like to get on John Schneider, too, for his weird configurations like all the time. But I also kind of feel bad for him in a way 
because we don't have like a typical cleanup hitter. Like they, like Teoscar Hernandez was that cleanup hitter, right? You trade him away. Lourdes was good in that middle part, middle to lower part of the zone uh, in the lineup to score a little bit of RBI production down there. You trade him away. You were hoping, okay, Matt Chapman takes another step. It's a contract year. Maybe he steps up and, you know, pun intended, steps up to the plate, starts driving a lot more RBIs. Well, I don't have the stats here, but about two weeks ago I checked. He had the most RBI opportunities, most uh, runners and scoring uh, position chances of any Blue Jay player. So when we were looking at the runners scoring position numbers, who was the guy in that spot the most? It was Matt Chapman. And Matt Chapman. He's only got 52 RBIs on the year. Only fi- you know, exactly. To be, uh, to be in, in the position spot. the most to and only have 52 that RBIs, that's not great. He's in that spot, right? So for me, it's pretty obvious at this point, he's not the guy. that I, I you, We can know that for sure. I like the lineup when he was sliding down to like seven. Mm, like if he's down there, sure. Like 52 RBIs down there, uh, great. But I think you got to get belt. He's got to get right. He's got to get back on the heater. He's coming off the injury. He's got a week, not a lot of time. Yeah. But I think that hopefully gets him ready for the wild card series or else it's Kevin Bishop. Yeah. And even Kevin Bishop starting to, uh, he's starting to cool off a bit. It's, I think you play the hot hand. That's- Whoever can hit fastballs, whoever can hit fastballs. You're number four today. It, That's it for me. You, you made a you made a good point though, right? Because yeah, like even though Matt Chapman is struggling, like a lot of them are, you know. Because yeah. I, so I'm saying, okay, we, we take Matt Chapman, we move him down from fifth of the lineup. You move him down. Who do you move up there, right? Kevin Kiermaier? Is it no. that, is that <laughs> it, right? It's like you know, like who who's, who's it going to be? You know, because if Brandon Belt's going to be called and if Varsho's going to do what Varsho does, like yeah, you're right. It, it's it's very difficult. So I do understand that it's got to be tough on John Schneider in that regard. But we need some of those veteran boys like Matty Ice, like Brandon Belt, like Kiermaier, like K- uh, Kirk, please. Like everybody at, at the bo- middle to the bottom half lineup, we got to get warmed up, boys and girls. Because, you know, Baltimore Orioles, if we do make it to the ALDS and we have to deal with them, their middle lineup, it's going to do work against us. And we're just not going to be able to keep up if we're having a dude hit 154 in batting fourth and batting fifth for us. Yeah, and I think coming into the year, you know, Brandon Belt was hopefully maybe going to be that Teoscar replacement to a degree. But even looking at Belt's career stats, he's never really been a crazy power guy aside mm-hmm. from, you know, one year. So, I don't know. It was a lot to ask. I, the trade still makes sense. And David Schneider was that guy for a while okay. before his 0 for 36, um, you know, stretch or whatever it was. But now it's the question of you move Matt Chapman down, you see a lineup, you know, like tonight. And the guys that are moving up aren't too – exciting i mean we have kevin biggio and either he's in the cleanup spot you can move Varsho up Varsho was another guy starting the year i believe the first game of the season he was in the cleanup yeah. spot that was yeah. too much pressure it didn't work out so i don't know at the end of the day a lot of the uh you know the offensive lineups haven't really worked a lot of players have underperformed but it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter if they get hot like they have aside from yesterday i guess but i don't know it's a good point they didn't really have a replacement for teoscar hernandez coming into the season they were kind of just hoping and banking on i think Varsho and belt performing very, very well, which is making, making the next step. No, you're, you're hundred percent right, dude. And you're actually, that's a great transition mm-hmm. talking about getting the hot hand going and everything like that. We are going into the wild card. Hopefully <laughs> knock on wood, knock on wood. Hopefully going into the wild card series. The roster has got to be cut down. It's currently at 28 people. It's got to go down to 26. And you're we're at a very interesting spot right now because uh, it really doesn't matter what your name is at this point. Uh, you know, like if you're just not doing it, uh, you know, they, we need the guys who are, you know, so like that's, 
it's not like before everybody like if you're not doing it like i don't care like goodbye see you later like we need to have the guys that are gonna win let's take a look at the roster real quick whoa time for your daily betway breather a quick reminder that the best place to bet is on betway must be 19 years of age or older to play in collaboration with iGaming ontario please bet responsibly now back to the content and uh and, and i want to hear both of your guys thoughts as to who are those two dudes going to be and, and just to clarify as well everybody after the wild card series let's just say that the toronto blue jays do make it in they can then readjust that 26 man roster mm -hmm. for the alds and then so on and so forth so for every series that they make it into you can then just readjust so if you send somebody down uh, for the wild card roster, you can then bring them back up for that ALDS roster and and, and whatever, right? So mm. there's everybody. Uh, what are both of your thoughts, Adam? You go first this time. All right. Well, let's first start with the let's start first start with the uh, position players because one position player's got to go, one uh, pitcher's got to go with this makeup. Um, for me, and I I thought it was crazy. I was looking over here. I mean, obviously, everyone, all the big boys are staying. Mm -hmm. um, you look at the bench. Who's on who's on the cut list? I mean, you bring up Cam Eden. I think Cam Eden plays an interesting factor in this decision making because you bring him up a couple like a week ago, mm -hmm. uh, specifically for being a pinch runner. And I think it's a smart strategy. You saw Dalton Pompey do it back in 2015 in the in the late innings. This is the team we have, this is the team makeup. We're not gonna hit a lot of home runs, big pop. So what do you gotta do? You got Kirk, you got Belt in the lineup, mm -hmm. you gotta have Cam Eden in the late innings coming in. He's his legs. I feel like are almost going to earn him a spot. So, but then if he's going to earn a spot, who do you cut? Cabin's too valuable right now. Right. Espinal can provide some versatility third base. He he's bat his bat's actually one of the low key hottest right now on the bench. So then what do you do? Do you cut David Schneider who's oh uh, what you said Nick like an oh for thirty six stretch? Mm. I'll be honest, I, I hate that idea. But if Cam Eden is going to eat up a roster, uh, roster spot with his legs, it doesn't make any sense for the Jays to like bring him up and then put him back down just to pinch run for a few games. I feel like they're going to cut David Schneider, man. And yeah. I, I hate to hear it. He's just if he's not producing and he's not running and playing him right now, he's probably not going to make the wild card series. What do you think, Nick? Yeah. So this is a question that's very, very different. I think the pitching side is almost a lot easier than this decision here. Right. Um, I think Cam Eden definitely makes it. And let's also not forget that he's an elite defensive outfielder as well. Yeah. So he can get substituted late in games. And you kind of have to think about the versatility. So you keep Boba obviously. Kevin Biggio is definitely, he's going to play it as well. Biggio can play the outfield if needed as well. And Matt Chapman. So it's between Espinal, Merrifield, and Schneider. I think they probably keep Espinal. If anything, he's our only backup shortstop right now that's, you know, you trust in a playoff game. So he definitely yeah. makes it. So then it's between Whit Merrifield and David Schneider. And uh, I think Whit Merrifield just provides more everywhere else besides offense. And even then he's been hitting better than David Schneider. Whit Merrifield can play multiple positions. Uh, David Schneider can't really play. He can't play the outfield. And Whit Merrifield is a, you know, a stolen base threat. So I think it makes a lot more. I think David Schneider gets cut, unfortunately. But like you said, I don't think, I think it depends a lot on what John Schneider and they're going to go into the matchups, whether it's the twins, whether it's the Rays in the wildcard series, knowing who they're going to start in the three games before, hopefully they have to make this decision or depending on how they do over the next little bit. So maybe it depends on how they know their lineup's going to be constructed because you know, I don't think that having David Schneider sit in the bench as a pinch hitter is, is worth taking up a spot over Whit Merrifield who yeah. can play in multiple things. So I think David Schneider is unfortunately the uh, the guy who gets cut here. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if maybe we see him in, in the series afterwards. But no, I think no, Cam no. Eden definitely makes it. He has too much of an impact. And we see how defense and especially base running, like you said, 53 steals in the moderns. Yeah. Yeah. Just to uh, just to put some stats to that, uh, David Schneider in the month of September batting 156 
not great. He does have a little bit more pop than Whit Merrifield, who's batting 213. So both of them are mm-hmm. underperforming right now. David Schneider, though, is definitely going on a rough, rough stretch. 26 strikeouts in oh, the month just, of uh, of September. Man, so that's just like unproductive outs. Yeah. Um, you, 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 man, I, that's that, that's the one thing that actually frustrates me the most is like unless you're hitting. Like Brandon Belt, you struck. He's a strikeout. He's a walk, mm-hmm. or he's an extra, like a single extra base hit kind of dude. Like he gets a hit, right? That's his three outcomes he does to the max. Unless you're that kind of player, or like uh, Kyle Schwarber, man, yeah, you yeah. can't really have. You can't be doing anything in the okay. yeah, And David David Schneider's the offensive guy. Where are we going, pitching boys? Yeah, one thing to quickly going? note on the hitting, maybe mm-hmm. Brandon Belt. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Get hurt, gets hurt again maybe the last week. Maybe he doesn't. Ooh. He tells the Jays, you know, I don't feel like I can contribute as much. And then maybe they the decision is made for them. So that's just something to think about because, I mean, if he does, you know, I'd assume he makes it just because, you know, he's a veteran and things like that. But mm-hmm. there's a world where he, you know, gets hurt again, hopefully not, or maybe it doesn't feel comfortable. That might make the, the decision easier. But I think, yeah, you're right with that. That's a good point. And yeah. then I wonder if they bring up Horowitz, you know what I mean? And then but still that, that might be more likely than keeping Schneider on the roster at this right. point. Because, I mean, it's about who's hot. It's about who's hot. It doesn't matter what the rest of the season was. And what Merrifield's playing slightly better right now. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so for the pitching side of things, it's funny, you say you say it's easier. So I want to hear what your uh, thought is. Because I actually had a thought right before we, we, uh, we began. I was like, they might – do this. I want to hear your thoughts first. Who do you think that they're cutting? Yeah, so it's a bit tough. I think we know a lot of the guys are, are going to be kept. I think it, it, Hunjin Ryu is a very likely possibility, and I spoke on it with Peter in my video today. Because if you're thinking about the top three starters, more than likely that's a lock. You have Kevin Gosman, Jose Brios, Chris Bassett. The two and three, we don't know the order yet. Uh, you can. That's up to you, whatever you want to think, whether it's you know Bassett or Barrios pitching second and third. And then you put Yusei Kikuchi. Remember, it's a three-game series. The rest after that doesn't matter. Yusei Kikuchi will be the long man out of the bullpen. You trust him a lot more. He has way more electric stuff. So then where is the role for Hunjin Ryu? Is it, you know, are they preying on a blow-up game where you need two long relievers? I just don't see, because he's not going to provide value out of the bullpen. He doesn't have electric stuff. 
or at least not as much as Yusei Kikuchi. So I don't know. I think Ryu is the guy who who unfortunately gets sent down. He's not going to start any of the three games. And I don't think he would be the best option out of the bullpen. You do pick up a good point because I was actually going to go the route of the starting pitcher because you just straight up don't need five yep. starting pitchers mm-hmm. for a wild card series. Um, Ryu does make the most sense if he's not going to get a game start, right? Because it does feel like those big three, Gosman, Bassett, Burrios, are going to be one, two, three um, in whatever order that we end up, you know, depending on when we clinch, they're going to be whatever order. Um, yeah, it does make sense because Kikuchi does have an electric fastball where Ryu's stuff out of the pen doesn't really play. And then and I, I also yeah. think, too, you probably, you know, and I'd love to hear both of your thoughts on this, but if you send Ryu down, I think you probably tell him and you say, okay, well, listen, if we do make it to the ALDS. For sure. You know, you might have to start game one. You know, if, if we have to go three games with all of our starters in there, like you and might have Kikuchi to be, in a, Exactly. In a like, you know, because if yeah. Kikuchi has to get used in a pen situation, well, it's like, okay, no problem. Because at least we have Hunjin Ryu who will be rested 100%. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd probably prefer to start him over Kikuchi anyways. Kikuchi has been slumping. Exactly. Well. Right. You know, in, in a starting position. So, yeah, maybe that does make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And let's also now, who knows how much this really matters. But Hunjin Ryu, not that at least for not a while, he hasn't pitched in the bullpen at all. I don't know yeah. in this, in, if he ever pitched in his career. And you say Kikuchi just last year. Pitched out of yeah. the bullpen was, you know, whether he was good or not doesn't really make a difference. But he's comfortable enough doing it. He's done it before. So I think it just makes all the sense in the world. And Ryu will still be in the, the clubhouse, I believe, still in the dugout during the series. And he'll be ready for, for the next series. And, I yeah, he could be the guy who starts uh, game one of the uh, ALDS maybe. Or maybe they go with, you know, Kikuchi or maybe Kevin Gosman gets an extra pitching on short rest. However they decide to do it, Ryu's going to factor in somewhere if they move on. But I just don't see a world where he – Realistically, the only world where Hunjin Ryu would make a you know an impact would be if things go catastrophically you know wrong for the Blue Jays in one of the games. I don't think they're going to want to bank on that. So I think that's a pretty uh, a pretty easy decision, especially with how elite our bullpen is. So I don't know. I, I think that one's pretty pretty simple for me. Yeah. No, I feel it. Okay. So we got Ryu not making the roster, and we got David Schneider. Man, I have a I have a shirt with this dude's face on it. Yeah. Like. What the hell? Like, I thought you were going to be the the, the solution. Uh, you know, it's all yeah, good, man. It's the adjustment. She's got to make the adjustment. 2024 back. MVP That's campaign, it. Davis Babe Schneider. Lock it the fuck in, everybody. Dude's going to dude's gonna really bounce it back in, mm-hmm. uh, in 2024. Mm-hmm. Nick, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, man. Uh, obviously, like, fingers crossed that the Blue Jays do manage to pull this one out, make it into the wild card series. Let's get the predict right now, man. If they make it in, how far are they going? Ah, uh, um, you know, Two last race. Last yeah. year, I did the we did the same thing uh, on our Jays Digest channel, and uh, my predictions were horribly wrong as they obviously got swept. I'm gonna go with if they play the Rays, they'll beat the Rays. If they play the Twins, they'll beat the Twins, and then uh, the ALCS might be their uh, their loss. I'm gonna be optimistic. And it's kind of bad that optimistic is an ALDS loss, but I think they lose in the ALDS in uh, in a few games. Well, as far as I was yeah. concerned, I mean, like, to, to make this season at, at least hit the benchmark, you have to make the ALDS. Yeah. You know, yep. when, when we really go back in time and we think about the expectations walking into this season, you needed to make ALDS. So I, I think I'm probably on board with you with those predictions. Yeah. It's, it, honestly, I think this last week's going to tell all. Uh, I do think we can beat the Rays. Is a Rose Arena going to be healthy? Or, you know, is, is mm-hmm. there any pitchers? I don't know if they've got any pitchers that are going to be expected coming back soon. But, like, they've got a lot of bats that are, like, kind of dinged up right now. Is Are they going to be healthy? Because if they don't have, a, like, a 100% lineup, I'm going to give the advantage to us because we've, we've been proving that we have beaten the Rays in the recent uh, recency bias. Yeah. But – We'll see. It's so tough to say to predict any series win against the My Rays. Homer prediction is that we win the World Series and the bats get hot. Oh. Because 
unlike previous years, we have the pitching, we have the defense, you know, to win it all. So yeah. if the bats get hot, weirdly enough, as weird as the season has been, I think this might actually be our best chance besides from 2021 when we didn't even make the playoffs to actually make a deep run because of how the team is constructed. So the, the ceiling is the highest it's ever been. It's just the floor of the offense is what's going to determine I, everything. So Jason, the World Series, screw it. I'm changing my prediction. Bro, we could average four and a quarter runs a game. I think we're going to win the World Series. <laughs> I agree. Jason, the World Series is Like two to one, three to two victories. If the Which how playoff baseball is anyway. So it works to yeah. our advantage. It just depends this, if the offense can pick it up. Man, playoff baseball is just Blue Jays baseball, man. That's it. That's it. Uh, Everybody, uh, Nick obviously does some great work over there at Jays Digest, so go uh, give them a check out, shout it out. Uh, If you guys like this, then comment down below. Maybe we can run it again. I think we were talking uh, previously, like maybe jumping on their channel at one point or another. Uh, So, yeah, like get get the collab, like – a little bit more solidified and uh and yeah man thank you once again for for being on here and for talking some baseball with us uh stay in here we're just gonna say goodbye to the people but uh yeah see ya. Yeah, it was a blast we'll do it again soon thank you man cool. guys that was nick from uh jay's digest guys let us know your thoughts in the comments down below about who do you think is going to make the roster we want to hear it all down there also three dollars a month become a patreon member shed it and thank you to every single one of our current patreon members you guys are freaking awesome as well as our youtube members we appreciate and love all of y'all guys thank you so much for watching and go chase go, Chase, go. go.